All right, so let's come into sitting again to start. I'm sitting on a blanket, a little bit of a lift under my hips to make them more comfortable. Having a bit of a wriggle around so that I can feel my sitting bones underneath me, get my pelvis into neutral. I'm giving my shoulders a wriggle to relax them. I can feel my spine get longer. Let's follow the breath in through the nose and do a long, soft sigh out between the lips. And maybe even do that a couple of times. Follow the breath in. Do a long, soft sigh out. Well, let's start to bring our attention a bit more into the present moment. So where I am here, I can hear the traffic going past outside every now and then. I can kind of hear the fridge running in the other room and the clock ticking. Or maybe there's some other sounds where you are. Just noticing those sounds and just allowing them to wash over you. You don't need to judge them or analyse them at all. And just use them as useful tools to help bring us into the here and now. Sounds arise and then they fade away. Moment of silence and then something else arises. I can even hear a bird outside. I can hear the sound of my breathing now. We might just notice what our breathing's like at the start of the practice. So maybe it's a bit rough or maybe it's smooth. You might notice that we have a longer breath and then a shorter breath. The breath might vary from one breath to the next. And it's okay, the body knows what it's doing. And let's start to match some movement to our breathing to really bring us into the present moment. And we might just start with a little nod of the head up and down, so letting the head nod forwards on the exhale and then letting the head float up again on the inhale. Matching the length of the movement to the length of the breath. Maybe rolling an ear round to a shoulder at some point before nodding the head forwards again and rolling the other ear round to the other side. And then we might bring the head back up to neutral and start to move into the arms and the shoulders. So inhale to squeeze the shoulders up and exhale to release them back and down. And the length of the movement matching the length of the breath and the breath and the movement doing that little dance together. So as we inhale and squeeze the shoulders up, 
second breath might get deeper and then as we lower the shoulders down maybe we need to do that really slowly to match the length of the exhale breath and then what might be a little pause in our movement because there's a pause in the breath And then we might let the hands rest out to the sides on the floor, letting the arms relax, and perhaps allowing there to be a bit of movement of the shoulders, the rib cage, the arms, and even the hands on the floor as we breathe in and out. So noticing how the hands get lighter against the floor on the inhale, and then they relax back down again on the exhale. The next time we feel the hands getting lighter, let that lightness initiate a movement. Maybe the left arm could float up. And then exhale, we could relax it back down and go to the other side. And then we might start to notice as we're doing a bigger movement with the arm, we can start to feel the breath a bit more in the one side of the waist and the rib cage, and maybe the breath starts to get longer and deeper. We could lean on the hands so that we could change the cross of the legs to even things up, do a bit of wriggling to get comfortable in this new position. Follow the breath inside out. And then with the hands resting against the floor again, noticing the movement of the rib cage, the shoulders the arms and the hands as we breathe in and out. Just noticing that sensation of lightness on the inhale and then relaxing on the exhale. And perhaps this time when we feel the hands getting lighter, we can let that initiate a movement of the arms, both arms floating up. And then as we exhale, we could re release around into a little twist, let the arms come down to wherever is comfortable. Let the inhale breath float the arms up again. And then exhale, release around to the other side. So again, maybe that upward movement of the arms, that lengthening through the torso allows a longer, deeper inhale. And then we have a slower, longer exhale. Maybe a little pause at the end of the exhale. And when we've been evenly to both sides, we can inhale to reach up, exhale, just come back to centre. And then let's roll over and come onto hands and knees. 
You might spread your blanket out under your knees for a little bit of padding here. We might have the knees a bit wider than the hip width and the hands a bit wider than shoulder width to start with so that we can do some rolling around on those four foundation points. Circling the hips over the top of the knees, the shoulders over the top of the hands. It's feeling like we're getting some warmth going in the hips and the shoulders, but maybe also in the hands and the wrists as we shift our weight around. Making sure that we go back in the other direction. And then we might make the circle smaller and start to walk the hands back into just shoulder width apart and adjust the position of the knees if we need to. And coming into our cat pose here, we might kind of really tune into our perhaps inner cat right now. And you know how cats do that thing of they claw at the ground underneath them, like they're trying to soften it before they settle down. So you might do that with the hands, kind of peeling the fingers up off the floor before you stretch them out again and place them back down. So you start to warm up the fingers and the wrists a bit more. You might give the fingers a little wriggle and rotate the wrists. And then we can settle in to our all fours position. Arms and legs strong, spine in neutral. And come back to that flow of our breath again and let the breath initiate our movement into our upward and downward cat. So notice how the belly expands, tips the tailbone up, draws the heart forwards, the head floats up, our upward cat. And then our exhale, the belly draws in. Can we relax the back as it arches towards the ceiling? Letting the breath roll us from one to another. Our breath and our movement doing that little dance together. I'm going to play around with our variations of cat pose a bit today because one of my colleagues at work gave me the lovely gift of a pair of cats, a pair of little statues made of bronze or brass or something. And one of the cats is doing a beautiful downward cat. And the other cat is doing a bit of a lizard pose. And I looked at them and went, oh my gosh, yes, cats. They're just perfect. How much more yoga can you get than the movement of a cat? So let's play around with it a little bit more. We might think about, what well, could I initiate my upward and downward cat from a different spot rather than the belly? What happens if I initiate it from my head, dropping my head forwards? You might notice how that movement rolls along the spine and eventually my tailbone drops. And then maybe I lift the head and notice how that movement rolls along the spine and eventually my tailbone tips up.
we could play around with how we initiate that movement. It might not just be from the belly, it might be from the head. Or maybe then we play around with, oh, could I start from the tailbone? Drop it towards the floor. Notice how that sends, tends to send the back up towards the ceiling, the head drops last. And the opposite when we come into our upward cat. When we've explored all the different variations of our upward and downward cat, we might play around with some sideways cat. We could inhale to prepare. And then as we exhale, squeeze one side of the waist, we end up turning our head and looking over our shoulder towards our feet. We could inhale to come out and then exhale, squeeze the other side. And notice how that feels to match breath and movement to squeeze the breath out of one side of the rib cage and then let it fill up again. Squeeze the breath out of the other side of the rib cage and then let it fill up again. Maybe we think about initiating that movement from somewhere else. What would it feel like if I just thought about turning my head to look back at my feet? You might notice how that movement rolls along the spine, that little domino effect. I turn the head and my spine kind of goes into a different position. We might start to um, combine our upward and downward movements and our side to side movements and do a bit of hula hooping cat. So taking the waist and the rib cage around in some circles. And really exploring all the different ways that the spine can find some fluidity here. We might think about how cats in particular, but all animals have that kind of quality of fluidity. Their body moves as a whole. One bit affects another. They don't have that kind of level of clunkiness that we often feel when we get jammed up in particular spots. Making sure we circle around in the other direction. And then perhaps we'll come down onto the forearms. And we'll come into our lizard pose. But as I said, that statue that my colleague gave to me, the cat was doing a lizard pose. So I think we need to rename this pose. We'll call it stretching cat instead. So we can walk the hands out in front. Once we stretch the hands out in front, we could also reach the tailbone up in the air behind us. There are stretching cat position. And we don't have to be really static here. There could be a bit of movement. Maybe that's up and down or maybe it's a little kind of twist. 
We might give our tail a little wag in the air back there. And then let's walk the hands back in towards us. Come back to all fours and then keep walking the hands in so that we can come up into our high kneeling. And we might give the hands a bit of a shake and roll the wrists around. And loosen the shoulders. And then just pause in our little mountain pose, our mini mountain pose, standing in kneeling. Follow the breath in and out. And then shift our weight perhaps over to the right side so that we can step the left foot forward as gracefully as possible. And we might do a little rock backwards and forwards. Just loosening the hips here and perhaps starting to stretch out into the quads on the back leg and into the hamstrings on the back of the front leg. You might even lift the toes on the front foot. And then making our weight even, let's get a nice foundation going here. So that we feel tall in our lunge. Following the breath in and out. And let's wait for an inhale breath to reach the arms out and up. And then exhale to release them out and down. Let's inhale, reach them out in front and up. And exhale, release them down. Let's reach them up just one last time. And this time as we exhale, let's release them down to shoulder height. Shoulders relaxed even though the arms are out. Standing tall in our lunge. And then on an exhale, perhaps starting to twist around towards the left side and we might twist a little way and then pause. Follow the breath in and out. Let it make some little adjustments to the position of our spine and our shoulders. And then maybe on another exhale breath, there's room to twist around some more. Maybe we keep the arms out or maybe we release them at this point. The right hand could come to the front knee. The left hand could come to the sacrum. And then we could come out of our twist, untangle ourselves and step back into our high kneeling again. Pause for a moment to follow the breath in and out. And then change to the second side. So very carefully shifting our weight across to the left so that we can step the right foot forward. And the same thing again, a little bit of loosening here. We start with little rocking. And maybe it feels nice to make the rocking a bit bigger so that we feel some warmth come into those back quads, into the hamstrings on the back of the front leg.
And then getting a nice foundation happening here, our weight balanced, connection to the ground, shoulders relaxed. And waiting for an inhale, we could float the arms out and up, and then release them out and down. And then inhale, reach them out in front and up. And release them down. And one last time, reaching them up. And then just releasing them down to shoulder height. And then when we're ready on an exhale, starting to come around into a little twist to the right. And pausing anywhere that we feel like we need to on the way around. Maybe making some little adjustments to the position of the shoulders or the balance of our weight on the front foot and the back knee. Eventually, we probably want to release the hands, the left hand on the right thigh, the right hand round on the sacrum. And then we could release out of our twist, come back to our kneeling again. And then take our hands back to the floor, tuck our toes underneath behind us, and we could sit the buttocks back towards the heels for a bit. We get a little stretch in the soles of the feet. And then we might push down with the feet against the floor to lift the hips and come to our downward dog. Or maybe we walk the hands and the feet closer towards each other so we can come to our half dog with the hands on the thighs, folding forwards at the hips, making a tabletop with our backs. And whether we're in dog pose or half dog pose, again, might give the back of the legs a little stretch by paddling the heels. Straightening one knee and then the other. And then we'll make our way up to standing. So if we're in a dog pose, we'd walk the hands and the feet towards each other, come to a forward bend. Then we could come up to our half dog pose. And then on another inhale, breath, make our way all the way up to standing. We might even stretch the arms up. And exhale, relax them down. And find our Tadasana here, our mountain pose. So we might rock our weight from side to side. Get the balance between left and right. Rock our weight forwards and back. Get the balance between the ball of the foot and the heel. Soften the knees and then press the feet down into the floor as we straighten the legs so that we can feel the strength come back up through the legs, through the pelvis, all the way up the spine, right to the crown of the head. So everything connected from the soles of the feet on the floor to the crown of the head floating up towards the ceiling. And we're still breathing. So there's still some movement.
And let's come into a few of our little half sun salutations. So we could bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Following the breath in and out. Wait for an exhale breath to soften the knees, relax the arms. And then inhale, push the feet down, grow tall. And then exhale, fold forwards and down into our forward bend. And then on an inhale, coming halfway up to standing, our half dog pose with the hands on the thighs, a tabletop back. And then we might exhale and fold forwards again. And then inhale and roll all the way up to standing. And then exhale, sit back in our imaginary chair. And then inhale, do a little balance on the tippy toes. And exhale, release. I can do the same thing again. Follow the breath in. We exhale, relax the arms, soften the knees. Inhale to grow tall. Exhale to fold forwards and down. Inhale to come halfway up. Exhale to fold forwards again. Inhale to come all the way up. Exhale to sit back in our imaginary chair. Inhale to do a little balance. And exhale, release. Follow the breath in. There may be one last round. Exhale, soften the knees, relax the arms. Inhale, grow tall. Exhale, fold forwards and down. Inhale, come halfway up. Exhale, fold forwards again. Inhale, come the rest of the way up. Exhale, imaginary chair. Inhale, a little balance. And exhale, release. And pausing again in our Tadasana, our mountain pose. Noticing how our weights landed on our feet now. And perhaps from the fluidity of that sequence, everything kind of moving and working together with the breath, maybe we can feel more that connection all the way from the soles of the feet up into the crown of the head. From the heart out into the arms. And the movement of the breath. And the breath moving the whole of the body. So not just the belly, not just the rib cage, but maybe even a little rocking on the feet. And just an overall sense of expansion as we inhale and then softening as we exhale. And let's stand sideways on our mat now so that we can heel toe the feet wider apart. We'll do a couple of standing poses. We'll go from side to side. We're starting with the toes all pointing in the same direction, the feet a comfortable distance apart. Let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Following the breath in and out. 
So let's let the inhale breath send the arms wide and turn the left toes out so they point towards the short end of the mat. And then in exhale, we bend the left knee. And then the inhale sends the left arm up a reverse warrior. And exhale, we take the left hand to the thigh and inhale, we reach the right arm up, side flank stretch. And then an exhale, back to our warrior two. And inhale to straighten the knee. And exhale to bring the hands in, turn the toes back in. And then the other side, inhale, sends the arms wide. Exhale, we bend the right knee. Inhale, sends the right arm up. Reverse warrior. Exhale, the right hand to the thigh. Inhale, the left arm up, side flank stretch. And exhale back to our warrior two. Inhale to straighten the knee. Exhale to turn the toes back in, bring the hands back to the heart. Let's go once more to each side. Inhale, let the arms spread wide, the left toes turn out. Exhale, bend the knee. Inhale, let that send the left arm up, reverse warrior. Exhale, tip to the side, left hand on the thigh. Inhale, sends the right arm up. Exhale, back to our warrior two. Inhale to straighten the knee and exhale to bring the hands back in. And then our last side, inhale, the arms go wide, the toes turn out on the right foot. Exhale, bend the right knee. Inhale, let the right arm float up. Exhale, the right hand to the thigh. Inhale, let the left arm float up. Exhale, back to our warrior two. Inhale, to straighten the knee. And exhale, turn the toes back in, bring the hands back to the heart. And following the breath in and out. Let's bring the hands down onto the hips. Relax the shoulders. You might use an inhale breath to prepare. And then as you exhale, you could start to fold forward. You might exhale, fold forwards, inhale and pause, or even come out of your forward bend. Exhale, fold again. So letting the breath move the body, if we can find some fluidity in our movement. Maybe the hands at some point come down onto the thighs. Maybe they hang all the way to the floor. Maybe you've grabbed a bolster or a chair from nearby and you've taken the hands onto there. We might do a little rocking backwards and forwards on the feet. And then at least a couple of breaths to come back up. So an inhale to come up to halfway. You might exhale, take the hands back on the hips. And then inhale, come up the rest of the way. And then heel, toe, the feet back in towards us to come out. And we might have the feet a little bit wider than hip width apart so that we can circle the hips around at this point, doing a bit of hula hooping. As we circle the hips around, 
may notice that kind of that movement flows into other parts of the body. So we can feel our weight shifting from one foot to the other and from front to back. We might feel muscles in one side of the waist and the back and then feel them in the other. And circle around in the other direction as well. We might notice how the shoulders move to kind of counterbalance our weight as we shift the hips around. Maybe the head even moves. And the whole body joining in with the movement. And maybe we start to do some loose twists, letting the arms swing around. Notice how the arms swing around. And then there's a bit of a twist through the torso and the hips move and the legs move and even the feet on the floor move. So everything connected. The whole body participating in our movement. And then we could let the swinging slow down, walk the feet back into their hip width apart. And find our Tadasana again here. Notice if it feels different again from the movement that we've been doing, maybe we land differently in our Tadasana. Not in a good way, not in a bad way, just in a different way. So how does our Tadasana feel in the feet? And the knees, the legs, the hips. How does that Tadasana feel in the lower back and the shoulders? Even in the arms and the hands. And what's going on with the breath at this point? Let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. We are going to come down into sitting. So let's follow the breath in here. And as we exhale, let's soften the knees, relax the arms. So we can inhale and grow tall before we exhale and fold forwards again. We might pause in a forward bend here for a moment. Maybe give the shoulders a wriggle. Maybe give the head a shake. And then we could bend the knees and make our way down onto the floor. Maybe you bend both knees at the same time. You do a bit of a squat. Or maybe you bend one knee, take it to the floor, and then the other. And when you come down into sitting, you might sit on a blanket again. A little lift underneath the hips to make them more comfortable. Let's come into our bound angle with the soles of the feet together. As we follow the breath in and out, notice how the breath moves the body even here in our bound angle sitting upright. There might be a little lift in the heart as we inhale. And then maybe there's a relaxing in the hips or the shoulders on the exhale. 
they might particularly notice the breath in those parts of the body first. The inhale, lifting the heart. The exhale, relaxing the shoulders, the hips. We might let the breath adjust the position of the spine here. And then can we let the breath align the whole of the body? Can we feel the whole of the body breathing in our bound angle? So the belly expanding and softening. The rib cage expanding and softening. Maybe even feeling the breath all the way down in the bottom of the pelvis, in the legs. We might follow the breath in here and then as we exhale, perhaps start to fold forwards a little way. And the inhale might pause our movement or maybe bring us out of our forward bend a little bit. And then the exhale might release us forwards again. And then perhaps we feel a longer inhale breath coming and that would float us back up to upright. We could use the hands underneath the knees to help squeeze the knees back together. And I'm going to turn sideways and pull the blanket out from underneath me so that we can do just a little bit of boat pose. So let's hold on to maybe the fronts of the shins or maybe the backs of the thighs with the hands for a little bit of support. As we breathe in, we might feel the breath Inhale in the front of the chest, exhale, relaxing the shoulders back so that we start to bring the spine into neutral. And then can we keep breathing and can we feel the breath somewhere else perhaps as we let go with the hands? And we start to come up onto the tippy toes. Maybe at some point we start to pick feet up off the floor. And then we could take feet back to the floor, stretch the legs out long. Pause for a moment in our Dandasana. And then maybe we start to come into a little forward bend, again, using the breath. We're noticing how the breath moves the body. Changes the alignment of the spine. And not just the alignment of the spine and the opening in the heart and the position of the shoulders, but what happens with the breath in the belly? And in the back of the rib cage. And even down in the bottom of the pelvis and the legs. 
We're thinking about the whole body breathing as we come into our forward bend. And when we feel a longer inhale breath coming, that would float us back up to upright. And we could bend up the knees again, make sure that we have enough mat behind us so that we can recline our way back down onto the floor. And when we get there, maybe we want to stretch arms and legs out really long. And then maybe we want to draw the arms in, draw the knees all the way up in towards the belly so that we can hold onto them. And rock the legs from side to side so we get a bit of a massage on our back against the floor. And we might rock from side to side for a bit and then we might experiment with circling the knees around, perhaps circling them in the same direction to each other first. Perhaps going clockwise. And then anti-clockwise. And then perhaps circling the knees around in opposite directions to each other. Once we circle the knees around, maybe noticing how our weight shifts on the back of our pelvis, how the position of our lower back and our shoulders change. Maybe even noticing that the head gets pulled into different positions. Oh, we've circled the knees around in both directions. We can release the feet back onto the floor. Let's spread the arms wide at shoulder height. Let's step the feet wider apart, so perhaps the distance of your mat apart if that's comfortable. Then we might drop both knees over to the left side, float them back up and then drop them over to the right side, the knees scissoring as they go to the side. I might notice how that movement matches with the pattern of our breathing. So does it feel natural to inhale as we drop the knees to the side or exhale? No right or wrong, it just is. As we drop the knees down to one side, you might notice what happens with the position of the pelvis. Is there a slight rolling, a tipping? Does the position of the lower back change? Maybe we even feel something up in the sides of the waist and the rib cage. Or maybe even the arms and the shoulders start to move. So as the legs go one way, maybe the opposite arm feels like it needs to reach away. As the arms and the shoulders start to move, maybe even the head does as well. So as the legs go one way, the head might roll the other and the opposite arm might be reaching. 
And then we might let those movements become a little smaller and then start to walk the feet back in towards each other till they're just hip width apart. We might slide our arms down by our sides, following the breath in and out. Might do a little bit of arch and flatten here just to release the lower back before our Shavasana. So maybe you take the hands onto the belly here so that when you breathe in, you can feel the belly expanding. And notice how that tips the pelvis towards the thighs and that makes the lower back arch up off the floor. And then as we exhale, we can let the belly soften and the pelvis roll back the other way and the lower back relax and lengthen. There's a little bit of a contraction in the lower back muscles on the inhale when it arches from the floor. But then there's a release and relax on the exhale. And maybe we add in a little bit of movement of the arms and a little bit of bridge pose to our arch and flatten. So as we inhale, maybe it feels okay to float the arms up and take them back behind the head and we notice the back arch up off the floor. But then as we exhale, we bring the arms back down and the lower back lengthens out and relaxes. And then maybe the next inhale, we keep the spine in neutral as we push down with the feet and pick the hips up into a little bridge pose. And then we exhale and release the hips back down. And then we could do a little arch and flatten. Inhale, let the back arch, let the arms float up and back behind you. Exhale, bring the arms down, let the back relax and lengthen. And then the next inhale, keep the spine in neutral as you push down with the feet and you do a little bridge pose. And exhale, release. So maybe one more time. Inhale, the back arching, the arms going back behind the head. Exhale, the arms coming back down, the back lengthening out and relaxing. Inhale, a little bridge pose. And exhale, releasing back down. And then we might draw the knees up towards the belly one last time, hold onto them with the hands so that we can rock on our back. Maybe circle the knees around. Knees going perhaps in the same direction to each other to start with. And experimenting with knees going in the opposite direction to each other. And then we can release the feet back onto the floor. And maybe you stretch out the legs long if that's comfortable for your lower back. Or maybe you let the knees stay bent and the feet flat on the floor if that's more comfortable for your lower back. You might wriggle the shoulders down away from your ears. 
And you might roll the arms outwards so the palms face the ceiling. Or you might take your hands onto your belly so you can feel your breathing. And like we do at the start of the practice, we can follow the breath in, do a long, soft sigh out. And do that as many times as we need to. Follow the breath in through the nose, a long, soft sigh out. Just welcoming ourselves to our final pose for the practice. To really bring ourselves into this final pose, we might scan through the body, just do a little check-in. We're checking in with the sensations in the feet. Which part of the feet are in contact with the floor? Okay, so we feel the soles of the feet as well as the tops of the feet. Can we feel that we have 10 individual toes? And checking in with the ankles and the lower legs. Feeling not just the outside surface of the skin, but feeling the lower legs from the inside out. So the calf muscle inside the leg the shin bones and feeling up into the knees, that same quality of attention. Feeling up into the thighs, the hips, feeling the back of the pelvis on the floor, the lower back. Going around to the sides of the waist and the belly. And perhaps an awareness of the belly organs inside the belly. Are you feeling their weight there? Or the way they get moved and massaged by the breath going in and out. Going up into the front of the chest, around to the sides of the rib cage and the back of the rib cage against the floor. And the shoulder blades. And down along the arms, the upper arms, the elbows the forearms, the wrists and the hands. And tracing our attention back up the arms from the hands all the way back up to the shoulders and then up into the neck, soft throat at the front, little curve in the back of the neck. Taking our attention all the way up to the head 
that point of contact between the back of the head and the floor. The sensation of the whole of our scalp underneath our hair. Feeling all the muscles of the face across the forehead, around the eyes, the cheeks, the jaw. And even feeling into the brain inside the skull. Let's see if we can feel the whole body all at once. So we can find some kind of energetic connection that goes from the crown of the head all the way down to the tips of the toes. And from the heart centre all the way out into the fingertips. And the breath just making its way in and out. In its own time, its own rhythm and speed. I'm feeling the whole body all at once. The whole body. The whole body. And now there's no need to open your eyes just yet. But our practice is nearly over for this morning. So we could start to draw some deeper breaths back into the body again. We'd start to wriggle fingers and toes. Rotate wrists and ankles. And we might stretch out arms and legs if they've been bent up. Might have a big yawn at the same time. Might hug knees in towards the belly. Rock side to side a couple of times. And then when you feel ready, roll over to one side. And you can use your hands and arms to help you to make your way up to sitting. When you do make it up sitting, however, is comfortable. Let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart, bow the head down towards the hands. And take a moment to observe the effects of our practice. 
on our physical body, but also our heart and our mind. Perhaps express a little bit of gratitude towards this body that does still carry us around every day, enable us to interact with the world around us. And it's such an amazingly useful tool for helping us come back to the present moment. When you release the hands, take them out to the sides. Take a nice big inhale breath and blink our eyes open as we stretch up. And then exhale. So Shanti, peace. Thanks for joining me.